Welcome to episode 86 of Both Down, the number one Blood Bowl podcast. On the snowy plains of Moore, Oklahoma. <laughs> Real snowy. Uh, this is Steve, a.k.a. Kilowoggy. I'm with, Scott Prime. With me is Scott Prime. Scott Prime! And it kind of sort of snowed today. It snowed enough that Steve has decided to stay home from work. No, Steve already had today off. It just happened to snow. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Steve. Well, I owe you an apology. Okay. Because I was teasing that there was too much snow on the ground. I bet Steve doesn't go to work today. No. Steve had the today off because we had Nuffleween and then well, now I even feel weeks. worse that I like woke you up this morning because I figured like you would have got up, got ready for work, and then they looked outside and said, I ain't going in. That's why it took me a long time to reply to you because I was asleep. Okay. <laughs> no. It was nice to have the day off after Nuffleween weekend. For sure. Because I had yesterday off since it was Sunday, but I couldn't tell you what I did yesterday. Um, I can tell you what I did, and I have rarely ever do this. I slept in, and then I painfully watched at least five hours of TV straight. What'd you watch? Off and on. Uh, we caught up on a lot of Bob's Burgers and Family Guy. Oh, okay. And then we tried to watch... The first episode of this season of Walking Dead, and then the second episode pixelated out and got really glitchy from our DVR. That was so bad we couldn't even watch uh, it. Gotta love Cox. Yeah, Cox Cable's terrible. Monopoly, everybody. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we watched something else. I th- oh, and some South Parks. Okay. So, like, it was okay kind of but like it drove me insane and jennifer's like i have no problem doing this why does this bug you and i was like i don't know the same thing i've been saying for years and, yeah. then, and then like at six o'clock i was like let's go do something let's she's like i ain't doing anything i'm reading it I'm like ah. <laughs> so i organized the last couple of sets of uh dragon ball super card games Ooh, fancy yeah fancy lad <laughs> and then went to bed. So, like, we left the house for like 15 minutes. Right. And it, ugh, it was driving me nuts. <laughs> driving me nuts. Uh, I got a lot of organizing done. And then getting, I started contacting people for Oklahoma Bowl, trying to get sponsors already. Right. So, shout out to Tarsus Miniatures, who's already sent some stickers and uh, a figure for Oklahoma Bowl. Oh, that's cool. So if you know anybody who has free stuff to give us, we're going to have a lot of people to give it away to. Yeah. So, but Steve thinks we're going to be bigger than ever. So that means Steve shaves his head or gets a tattoo. I'll shave my head at <laughs> 75. You can't keep going up, up and up. That's the whole that's point unrealistic. of it. No, that's if why I do it. If we break 60 again. If we break 60, no. like 62, you should shave your head. No. 75. It, Dude, you need some fresh air on that head anyways, in those places that... I'm not disagreeing with you. I probably would be fine doing it, but 75. What if you shaved your head and got all these chicks, and then, like, you wish you did this years ago? It probably wouldn't have helped. I mean... (laughs) What if it did? Well, it doesn't make any difference. Okay. I mean, it's not like I can go back in time. So what tattoo are you going to get? Not going to get a tattoo. You should get the Cubs logo right on you. The same place that the current Cubs logo you have on your jersey is. Over my heart. Or or, or your arm. Either way. No. Okay. I don't want a tattoo. Why? Because it's permanent. I don't want anything permanent on me. Yet you hold on to your hair. I am... 
Not much I could do. Again, <laughs> we have people who think we're related already. If I shave my head and then a beard grows in, people are really going to think we're related. Oh, I think we act totally different enough that nobody... You've never seen two brothers act completely different. Because um, I'm pretty sure that's how all brothers work. Okay. What's so wrong being related to me? Nothing. I'm just saying that we would look alike. That's not good. Why? I got called Scott three times this weekend. <laughs> By Mike Patterson, I bet. No. Um, Somebody else? Because I heard him do it at least twice. <laughs> okay, it was a couple people. It was at least two people. Okay. Well, I'm not going to throw anybody under the bus. Okay. I, I didn't either. It's easy to make, mix us up. We're yeah. both handsome. I know. So. Two stunningly good-looking people like this. <laughs> right, exactly. Our images need to be engraved on a figure or something. <laughs> well, we can't really do that because everybody else has done two-headed figures. Oh, you mean they copy us? No. <laughs> well, who knows? We can do whatever the hell we want. I'm saying a lot More of info coming soon. Blood Bowl guys have like-minded ideas. Yeah. Okay. Just saying. So what are we going to talk about today, Steve? We're going to talk about anything else before then? Oh, um, sure. Fumble. What do you want to talk about? We joined a World Cup test team oh, on gosh. Fumble where everybody has to stay, take a star player. Since I'm taking Jordell anyways, I figured I'd join it. And I was kind of like hoping that the guy would fill the team with other people first. Right. But he couldn't because nobody else wanted to take star players. So there's just four of us. Shout out to Anthony Landers for doing it. Yeah. And um, after about three plays in fumble, <laughs> I was angry that I was playing fumble. I set up my team and then I thought, you know what? I'm going to change it just a little bit. I put my kick guy on the edge by accident. And then, of course, <laughs> I set up to do kick and it goes right out the end zone i'm like oh god damn it <laughs> so of course it goes to his guy and my guy was using illegal inducements because how it's set up we have to get the max value so that we can mm -hmm. induce the star players and stuff like we're supposed to but he took hack and slash and a bribe when he's not supposed to i lost almost one but you think you would know that well me not everybody pays attention sure oh well so you won. No, I lost, but I get the win. But you get the win. Yes. So you won. I guess, yes. Yeah. I'll take it. So you have a win. I pulled out a tie. Yeah. I was getting beat one nothing and a half. I was ready just to quit the game, and then I kept reminding myself that this is fumble, so something stupid can happen. Yep. And he double-skulled at one point, and um, I picked up the ball and took it in and stalled out and won one-to-one. Or I, tied one-to-one. -one. It felt like a win. I enjoy the opportunity to just throw dice and let's see what Jordan can do. Just leaping around and dodging through tackle zones and pissing people off. It's fun. We got to play in the um, sweltering heat. And I had no less than three guys every time Jeez. suffer. And it's like, you got to be kidding me. Yeah, that's rough. You got to be kidding me. And one guy stayed knocked out the whole game. <laughs> like play two he was gone and he never came back yeah but, but at the same time i um i don't know if i i don't think i blocked him i think it was through a foul i killed his his minotaur on like turn two dang <laughs> which yeah. was which is pretty funny yeah. you hear that sound that <laughs> <laughs> yeah i had i was playing against undead and i didn't even realize he killed somebody but i heard some music and i'm like <laughs> 
the hell is that? <laughs> yeah, he raised your dad. Oh, okay. Yeah. I played my Underworld team with Galart Jr. Um, against a Chaos team. So, oh, okay. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it's something. I was also thinking that this little practice round would be like three or four games, and it's like six or yeah. so. So going to hear probably a lot of complaining about fumble <laughs> or we'll just ignore it and not bring it up again <laughs> yeah here's what it is so yes for this episode we're going to be talking about the new naf rules that came out they did their committee and published the sanctioning di- guide i guess it's pretty cool stuff if you haven't paid attention yeah we'll be going over that and then we'll be talking about nuffleween second segment and the final rounds going over scars for the year the Southern Central Memorial Regional this is, Series. This is the third year for that, right? Fourth so. year. Fourth. Third? Fourth? Something like that. Well, It'd I be know. good if we knew, huh? Well, you've done it for a while now, yeah. and I will not win an award at all this year. No, you won't. I didn't play many tournaments this year. Sure didn't. So, Dean, not to spoil anything, but he was the only person to go to every single one. Wow. And I don't think we had anyone that do that last two years. Good, good on Dean. Yeah. He loves some Blood Bowl. All right, so we're going to take a break, then come back? Sounds good. Or you want to just keep on pressing through and never have any breaks? No, we need breaks. Can you imagine the break, though, like where we continue to talk and you hear somebody peeing in a cup and we just keep going? What? Yeah, because we don't take a break. Why does that automatically resort to us peeing in a cup? Because you're going to have to pee at some point. Couldn't you just hold it? Well, you can't hold it. That's what nobody knows is how often you pee during one of these things. <laughs> oh, and you yeah. can't hold it, but you like blame it on Scott. So like Sure, that's what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. It's so, not you coughing forty five times. It might be. Okay. Now that you mentioned that, now I kinda wanna cough. Of course you do. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back, folks. Both Down is brought to you by Wizards Asylum, your premier source for comics and games in Norman, Oklahoma. Check them out online at their new home, wizardsnorman.com. First segment this month, we're going to go over the NAF review of the rules for this year. Yay. I guess technically it's going to be in effect for next year. So it doesn't start immediately. I don't know. I guess it does. <laughs> well, there's not many things between now and then. I understand, and but I wonder. I'm pretty sure it starts at the beginning of the year. That way that gives you eight weeks to That's what I'm finish saying. off it's the effective year. January 1st. Right. Officially. That only makes sense. Okay. So if you don't know, the NAF went through and just did a review of everything took some people's input and decided how they wanted to move forward on sanctioning and what's allowed so we'll go ahead and go through the breakdown we'll have links on the website for this so you can go look yourself but this is basically the gist of it so it says you just want to go over these yeah just go um all inducements from spike one two and three are included so all the weird Wizards and all that stuff. Well, it's just inducements. It's not the support staff. Okay. Right? Uh, just as... Because, in- yeah, it's inducements. So, Your notes say inducements. Right. So it's like the weather wizard, and I don't think it's each 
Grace is wizard, though. Okay. Let me double check well, that. Well, it just depends, I guess, how you write your tournament. If you say all inducements can be used, sounds like you can use any of these. Most tournaments say the only inducements you can use are star players and the halfling shelf and bribes. That's how most tournaments are. They don't say, like, you can bring a wizard to do a fireball or anything like that. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess it is for race-specific ones that have come out already. Right. And, like I said, most tournaments really specify, um, you know, no inducements are used except, you know, halflings can get the halfling chef and the goblins can get bribes. And they're allowed. Everybody can have star players. I'm pretty sure you can exclude them if you want to. But if you had a tournament and you said all inducements are game... Mm-hmm. That means now you can take the weird Nurgle wizard and all that stuff. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah. We'll see. Who I wish there takes was them. one giant place for all these rules, but I guess there is now. Isn't that correct? Yeah. They have their team guide, which is on their website, which spells out what each team currently is, has, what their goods are, and their inducements. Okay. So you can go through and look at what everything has, and all their star players, too. Okay. So it makes things a lot easier. So all inducements from Spike 1, 2, and 3 are included. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they updated the, the team the tournament up- list, which, like I said, is we'll have a link to that in the notes. So you can go there and check it out. Okay, that's good. Uh, the which is going to make it a lot easier for us for tournaments as well, because we can just go, go look here. That's what right. you can bring. Send one link and it's, everything's there. Yeah. Um, the readings redesigning the NAF trophy go to the naf.net to discuss yeah they just announced that that they're going to open it up to a redesign so hmm. if you have any ideas they're open to hearing it that's kind of cool that they're opening that up to everybody mm-hmm. I mean I don't know why you wouldn't because so many blood Bowl people are passionate about it and yeah so there's tons of ideas yeah they got to make it decent enough that they can print it off though uh, can't do anything too wacky wait a second are these the when you say I'm redesigning the trophy, does this those little trophies you yeah. hand out? Oh. Yeah, that's what. Okay. I was thinking like the big trophy for the NAF tournament. Oh, no. It's the little ones for every tournament. I got you. Hmm. See, they're also. Great. I, will, I get one of those and I'll, now <laughs> I won't have the cool new one ever. I don't plan on winning a tournament again. You never plan on it. It'll just happen. <laughs> That's that's for sure. <laughs> um, the newly introduced Golden Era star players are going to be optional at TO discretion. Well, that's one guy so far. Right. But if any others come out. Sure. Which is good because really no one should use them. Well, it's really damn good. They're really expensive too. That is true. Uh, it says only 23 races are mandatory. Slans is not included. Because of the limitations at GW stores for GW races. Right. And uh, the Bretton Corner back to being optional as it used to be. Okay. So officially it says saying in the past we've said we have twenty four race twenty four races and then these two optional ones, which mm-hmm. is corn and Bretts. Now we have twenty three official races with three optional teams. Right. And that's the thing. Which kind of goes back to LRB, what, five and six, where we used to say. The CRP, yeah. The CRP, where we had 21 teams, and then you have these three optional races, mm-hmm. which were Chaos Pact, Underworld, and Slan. Right. Okay. But G- GW has accepted the other two, just not Slan, and they never will. So it it's a good thing, because if you ever want to run a tournament at a GW place and have it be NAF approved, 
you can't have salon. So okay. I was, I'm glad they oh, did okay. this. That's why they made the big deal about it. Oh, absolutely. So everywhere else you're going to have frogs except at a GW store. Right. And okay. if they allow it for some reason, you can do it. But at least then it allows it to be NAF sanctioned. I gotcha. Which makes it much better. Uh, star player access for three optional teams have been updated. So yep. we have the Bretts, have Dolphar, Griff, Carla Von Kill, Zug, Morg, Willow Rosebark, and Zar the Slayer. Yeah, Bretts with both women. So why why who decided this? The group. The NEF committee. And until something else comes out, this is gonna be the stars. Well, nothing will come out. You don't think so? You well, don't, you don't think three years from now, for five years from now, when they've gone through every team, that they won't do a Spike magazine? Oh, they if might. If it's selling, okay. Sure. But yes, until then, or legitimately until next year they do a review, it might change. Okay. But for now, that's what's allowed. Corn got updated to include Grashnak, Lord Borak, Max Spleenripper, Morg, Skyla, Amphigrim, and Withergrasp Double Drill. Okay. I mean, that gives them a couple more options than they had before, from what I remember. Right. And Skyla only makes sense, or Sila, or whatever his name is. I don't Since he's a Herald of Corn. Oh, okay. I see what they the did. The big corn guy? Yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Um, and then Slan got. They kept Helmet Wolf, Hemlock, Lotta Bottle, Morg, Quetzal Leap, and Sil Billy. Um, or. Sleepily. Whatever you pronounce it yeah <laughs> um and they added gobbler gimlich since he had was a big giant frog anyways right so they added a frog to the frog team yeah i don't like that why just because he was a mutant he was unique but that's fine i'm not i'm not so opposed to it that okay. i hate it wasn't he like a four strengther um i do not remember okay yeah well maybe it gives them something that they've lacked before because we know Quetzal Leap is to be for fair, the money, you know, who takes him and same with Lotto Bottle. To be fair, yeah, most of the Salon pl- star players kind of sucked. Yeah. And the big one. Yeah, uh, this is big. You sitting down, folks? TOs can now choose what they want with piling on. So you can choose the CRP version or you can use the BB-16 version. And that also includes it being optional, like in Blood Bowl 16. So uh, you can say no piling on. Yep. Or piling on that takes a reroll to use. Yep. Or the LRB6, because that's the rule we're holding Technically on to. Technically the CRP. CRP. Because that was GW. Okay, CRP. Yes. Version. And that's going to be default unless it's specified. So. You better believe all of our tournaments will say piling on is not allowed. Well, I think it could be allowed. Just use the Blood Bowl 16 version. Uh, I, get, I agree yeah. with you. You're saying it's just easier just to say it's not allowed. Right. I'm okay with using the, the this Blood sure Bowl 16 version. Changes, uh, this will change Norse teams if uh, they just drop piling on. That's, that's the interesting thing, is what will other tournaments do? Because uh, what's the World Cup going to go, going to do? I'm going to say everybody's going to use the CRP version. I'm pretty sure, yes. Because they don't, for whatever reason, they want, they want to hold on to that old rule. Yeah. That's not no longer a rule. But I don't whatever. get it. So, like I said, more than likely for Oklahoma Bowl and anything else from us, 
I think we just get rid of it. Okay. So uh to avoid confusion. What does it say? House rule mechanics to re-roll a re-roll, have a re-roll automatically succeed, or to force an opponent to re-roll are not allowed. Give me an example of this, Steve. I think the only one I know of is the charity tournaments where people can bring canned food or something to get re-rolls. Okay, so every can of food is a re-roll or something? Right. But then you could also use those re-rolls to make other people re-roll. Oh, you, or you can bid like if you want something to re-roll like or something like that. Okay. But I think you, that I think they also allowed you to let other make other people re-roll. Okay. And so they're just taking it out because while it's a game their heart changing. is in the right place, yeah. somebody can come in there with 500 canned goods. And, and it it's probably something elsewhere. There's probably some other tournament that does it. Or if there's not, then it's just okay. a good idea to get so ahead of it. So that's just your example of it's the only one I could think of. You can think of, okay. But yeah, if there's anything that makes a reroll automatically succeed, that's definitely game changing. So mm. I can understand it. No, totally. Um, I don't even know why you have automatic success. Yeah, I don't know. Tournaments or groups of races only play similar races, not allowed no more. Right. So the main example of this would be our Chimera Cup. Where so where we had three divisions and you played within that division, right. you can't do that anymore. Right. And well, realistically, I was surprised as heck it got approved last time. But why is this an issue? Because it's not how it's I, supposed I, to be. They did not make this rule up for us. No. So they made it for something else. Well, where, where isn't it an issue? Or it could have been for us. I mean, I know it's probably happened before. But if you're trying to care about rankings, then this definitely hurts rankings. Because if a goblin team only plays another goblin team, it's... Not fair for the rankings. Nothing's fair for the rankings because you're know not all playing the same format. But that's what they're trying to do. And not everybody's playing the same races. So it they're trying matter. to make it at least a little bit better. I understand. And really, we have no issue with this because, like I said, I didn't think it'd be approved last time. And we were planning on changing it anyways. So I think next year's Chimera Cup is going to be a World Cup, quali- not qualifier, but test tournament. <laughs> we should make it a qualifier into the finals. Whoever comes to Oklahoma gets an automatic buy, or forever we hold it. Automatic buy? Into the finals of the oh. World Cup. It's a qualifier. I don't think that that's allowed. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure the World Cup committee would tell us to go to hell. <laughs> we'll just show up and say we're here for the finals. <laughs> um, what's the next one here you got? Speaking of that, uh, invitationals are now allowed at the discretion of the tournament director. And this is mainly... I believe because some people were wanting have wanting to have invitational championships for the regional series. So, for instance, Scars finishes whenever Nuffleween's done. Okay. We could set up a champ an invitational championship in December, take the top eight people, make and, them play a tournament, and have them play a tournament. Okay. And then we'd have a true Scars champion. And I think. If you do that, they require you to run a side tournament that's regular rules at the same so time. So everybody else can play, have something to yeah. do. Okay. So this is a very neat idea. I like it a lot. I don't hmm. know if we'll actually see much implementation on this side of the pond, but okay, we'll see. Um, it says they updated the tournament guidelines document. Yeah. This is a document they have online that talks about the guidelines for running a tournament. Okay. And there was some sort of change on how the 24, 26 patches are awarded, but no idea what that is. 
Oh, Didn't really look into it. Or I got mine. Yeah. So I might not qualify now under the new rules. No, is not retroactive, so you're fine. <laughs> and then the final thing is any new stuff that comes out from GW between mm-hmm. then, well, the time of the review, and the next review is fully at TO discretion. So if something comes out and you want to use it, just say you want to use it and you can. So if we're at Oklahoma Bowl and we want to use stuff from the Spike Magazine 4, we had to put that in our rules that all inducements in Spike 4 mm-hmm. are allowed at Oklahoma Bowl. Right. Otherwise, they're automatically not allowed. Okay. Which is, it just makes sense. It just clarifies things. I'm actually not opposed really to any of these. No. These rule changes. Um I think the piling on thing is going to be interesting. Yeah. Um, especially for tournaments like Chaos Cup and stuff, like some of the big events. If they decide to change it, which, I, like you said, I don't think they will. I'm pretty sure they're just going to keep CRP. Well, they can, but it's an old rule. So if they're going to do that, I really wish they'd just give me the Vampire Lord back so I can <laughs> run some vampires. Yeah. I'm. We are the... Probably the outliers on this one. I know. Everybody, look, and I've used it, and I've milked it, and if if it's a rule by GW, I don't care. I'll, let's keep it. Yeah. If it's not a rule anymore, let's not keep it. Yeah. And I agree with everybody saying that, like, GW didn't handle this right. They should have just either got rid of it or kept it. I agree with you there. Or make a better change, sure. But that's not And there's happened. a million better changes yes. oh yeah so we don't have to get into that but no overall i think this is really cool i wish we, we've talked about this before i think the best time to release new naf updates to the rules is right after the naf championship i agree and but then you don't update it again for a year yeah and it's just real you just get in the habit of doing it instead of doing it late in the year but it doesn't matter as this long also, as they're doing it this know, also this makes cool. sense because it starts at the calendar year january 1st so which probably makes more sense when you have re- regional series to worry about okay because then everything's on the same foot that's fair i'll so accept that answer thematically yes it makes more sense to have it at the championship but this makes more functional sense i guess well people at the naf who did this review good job yeah i don't and the write-up disagree was with any of this and I love the fact that so much more control is given back to the TL. You're running the tournament. You want to do something? Go ahead and do it. As long as it's not game-breaking, you're good. Well, um, you know, we all wish that Kislev or Slan was an official team by GW, but they're right. never going to be. They're just not. And I, I'm I glad that we have official Blood Bowl tournaments <laughs> that can be held in places where... You know, yeah. for the company that makes the game. Yeah. So I think that's good, too. Absolutely. Because, you know, I've got the Citadel now, you know, three hours from us. Right. And if we conceivably wanted to run a tournament there, we now, could. Now we can. And it could be NAF approved. Yeah. I think that's cool. Which is huge. Yeah. I, I'm all for it. I agree with you. And the so, more power to the TOs, the better. That's just so Steve can make wacky kickoff tables like, uh, that's nothing, nothing so true. <laughs> I was annoyed at my own kickoff table. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. But <laughs> no, good job, NAF people, whoever you are. I'm assuming it's 
10 <laughs> English guys sitting in a smoke-filled room discussing. <laughs> well, yes, quite white. Yeah. <laughs> all, all different versions of Commander McBrag. Yeah, exactly. Commander, is that really what happened? Hmm, yes, yes, quite. There I was, surrounded completely <laughs> by everybody. I didn't even have a leap, but... <laughs> I went to the internet to ask people what to take, and they all said leap. Did you take it? Oh, no, of course not. <laughs> Played in a unique tournament where you <laughs> you accumulated star player points, and you could skill up mid-game. So I was surrounded by them all. I threw three <laughs> dice, all three pals. <laughs> I casualtyed the guy, which knocked him out <laughs> off the field, which gave me six points that game. I then took leap to leap away. <laughs> and then I did all my go-for-its. Oh, internet. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. Commander McBrag, Blood Bowl version. <laughs> would. It didn't take us long to go on a tangent here. I always loved so, him. Yeah, he was great. He was the best thing about Bullwinkle and Rocky. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So I agree. Fractured Fairy Tales is like second. Yeah, I agree. Bullwinkle and Rocky was kind of the worst part. Yeah, it. I never really cared. Yeah. So. Anyways. Hey, watch me blew a rabbit out of my hat. Yeah, whatever. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to be back with some Nuffleween. Yep. All right, we're back with some Nuffleween 7 results. Can you believe we've done seven of these? I mean, I know I say that every time we run a tournament, <laughs> but like, it's gone by so fast. Yeah. And it's just, but it's, it's just, just crazy. It's weird. I know. We're going to be at 10 in like three years. I know. That's like how time and math works. I know. But like. But yes, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. Every year, I think, like, Nuffleween could just get smaller and smaller until it just blinks out. And then we get 16 people. Yeah, we got 16 people this time, which is good. I mean, I don't... Not the greatest attended tournament, but it was fun. It was the perfect level to where we can play and have fun and doesn't impede anything. Exactly. And everybody else was laughing and carrying on. And then there was, like, some douchebag throwing a fit with every dice roll. And his name was Scott. Yeah, he was. I don't know which one we're talking about right now. (laughs) I'm talking about myself. Oh, I wonder why that is. Surely you didn't take a team you hate to play. I guess maybe I did. Oh, no. Did you take maybe like a a stunty team of some sort? Maybe (laughs) halflings and you went for casualties or, you know, you took ogres and for casualties or... Yeah. No, I took goblins. Oh. I took painful goblins. But you hate goblins. I, I freaking hate goblins. So... On this quest to do every team twice, I thought, eh, screw it. I don't even know what I want to play. i got to check rosters. I'm just going to go with goblins. I'll get to try out the new swoop skill or mm-hmm. that skill for the Doom Diver. And maybe I can get the Ooligan on. And I could take three chainsaws. Well, I talked myself out of all those things. <laughs> I did take the guy with swoop, uh, the Doom Diver. Yeah. And I took, because you're allowed to take undead players, star players, mm-hmm. in our tournament, Nuffleween. And so I took Hack and Slash, and then the regular Chainsaw Guy, and then three bribes. So it was just Hack and Slash, Chainsaw Goblin, Doom Diver, all the rest Goblins, yeah. two, two Trolls. Yeah. 16 players. But I that did not... It doesn't sound competitive at all. 
I didn't want to deal with, like, I have everybody on my team, and then somebody scores really quick, and now I have all my bribes gone and everything else. There is that, yeah. So I tried to just play what people would say is not traditional goblins, and I knew the chainsaw, really the better idea would be to take the star player with ball and chain, yeah, and then the other ball and chain, and play that way instead of the chainsaws. But I was forcing myself to use it. A Nuffleween star player I haven't used, which was Hack and Slash. Man, he's... I mean, I don't know. Overall, I guess that they, they did their job. There was one game where they both crapped the bed and, uh, like, fell on their <laughs> on their blades and yeah. got hurt. And, but Do we need to update next year star players for the new people? Well, we're going to see what the next Spike magazine happens. And, yeah, we might oh, yeah, have next some one's new star undead. player. Yeah. So, yeah. I was really close to just running a bunch of goblins and ram tut, but like, well, I didn't know what to take. And so, yeah, I what was even, your team? I didn't even think about putting one together until like the last minute, and I'm like, ah, crap. So I was looking at stuff, and I'm like, oh, you know what? It's like two years ago we did that uh, triple skulls podcast, or the transmission of triple skulls podcast came through our feed right. somehow, and I made a team together at the time. We put a team together at the time. Uh, to use that, but I didn't get to play that year. Okay. So I busted it out. It's the Triple Skulls team, and it's a whole bunch of zombies, and then Count Luther, Wilhelm Cheney, and then a modified flesh golem. I gave him Mighty Blow to be Frankenstein. Okay. And no rerolls. One leader, and then three blocks on zombies, a kick on a zombie, a dirty player, and that's it. Hmm. That sounds, if you told me ahead of time, I'm going to say, like, man, you're going to do really crappy. Yeah, you'd think, huh? Yeah, you would think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll talk more about that. Okay. Uh, should we just talk about our paths? Like, I'll talk all about my games. You can sure. talk all about your games, and then we can do the results. Yeah. Since we both went in different directions. <laughs> and don't forget, this is Nuffleween, so we do have the trick-or-treat skills. Right. So, so you start you off skills. with as many as skills as you want to buy for 150k and then every round you randomly lose a skill in the first round mm -hmm. and if you tied or won you randomly lose another skill in the next round and if you lost you get to pick which skill to lose so if you maximize it you get seven skills to start the game and by the end of the game you've lost four of those and you only have three left right um i chose to only have six skills I didn't want, like, Dustin was arguing with me that I should take block on the trolls, mm -hmm. but I went ahead and took pro on both trolls. I took dodge, which on the chainsaw guy, which everybody's like, why would you do that? Well, I thought it'd be more fun to dodge through tackle zones to get to the guy I want to chainsaw. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I, don't think I took call. dodge on the doom diver. So he's a real goblin in case I do stick the landing. I can dodge away or dodge through people. Can you use dodge when you're... Well, I did, whether I cheated or not. I had dodge on him. I don't I don't know it well enough. I should. Right. But I didn't know... It says agility skills. So, yeah, I guess... Um, um, oh, okay. And then I took... Um, what I took? Wrestle on one goblin. Yeah. Because I was going to drive me nuts not having any type of skill to get somebody down. And then I think I took... I don't know. Oh, catch. I took catch on one of the guys. The one, why? So I was I, gonna say the one you throw, but no, that's the right. 
I was thinking I might need to have another goblin, you know, in case I can throw him, you know, where he could catch the ball. It was it was the worst choice by okay. far. Yeah. Uh, right off the bat, I lost the dodge on the chainsaw guy. Ooh, that sucks. Right. Um, it's like I, that'll be fun. Gone. I, I drew. There was a chaos dwarf team and a dwarf team there, and I drew the chaos dwarf team. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it wasn't so great. I I tried, but it was in the end. It was two nothing. I got out casualtyed one to five. Um, so I lost. I realized how terrible the the catch skill was. Yeah. So um, I got rid of the catch skill. <laughs> I only had one reroll on this team too. So I did put some money into the fan factor but so did everybody else this tournament so everywhere i went i got beat out on the fan factor i didn't play anybody that did oh well i I guess i just it's weird only dustin didn't have it i believe and we both rolled an eight or something like that so or i tied him because of my fan factor whatever yeah um round two i played rich heffron who drove all the way down from michigan right yes I always want to say Minnesota, but I think it's Michigan. I think it's Michigan. Yeah. Yeah, Michigan. Yeah, it's Michigan. Okay. So Rich, believe it or not, wasn't ranting like <laughs> he does on Facebook, folks. He doesn't talk politics in person. Yeah, it's smart. <laughs> he he's probably ready not to. That, not that we disagree with him in any way, shape, or form. I didn't say that. But... I, yes, we I just. T- I tell him he needs to get his own podcast. Going. Just kind of leave it alone in person. <laughs> um, he you had vent a- in public on Facebook because it's venting. And outside of that, <laughs> no. Oh, one to one. Yep, we had a tie. I was happy to tie him. He what had, was he playing? He had undead. Oh, okay. He had terrible, he had a horrible luck. weekend. Like I guess he had really bad luck the first game, <laughs> and then against me he did too. He was second to last. He came in 15th. And then I yeah, I was getting ready to say it, but I was going to finish my story as oh. pretty sure he had really bad luck in the third round. And then the fourth <laughs> round, he was just laughing hysterically like, I guess this is what today was just supposed to be. <laughs> That's one of those moments where I'm like, you know... I should have died on the way to here, and I didn't. So that's why I, my good luck was there, and this is all my right, bad luck yeah. catching up to me. Yeah, what he doesn't know is he <laughs> fell asleep and almost had it right. Right. He, he drove through like snowstorm <sighs> in 12 hours by himself, that, and he came down I, here. I love the, the dedication, but man. Oh, yeah, it was fun nuts. having him around. Um, anyways, one-to-one, uh, he got three casualties off me, and only three, which he should have got a lot more. Right. Um, being him being undead and me goblins, um, round three, uh, after lunch round three, I played, uh, Dustin Parsons from Texas. He had his ogres, which the dude's a masochist, man. Yes, he is. He never takes rerolls, I guess. Most of the time. Nope. He just goes with it. He's just there to have fun. He doesn't <sighs> care. Well, you know, let me tell you something. That game became ridiculous because at one point we had to play with your stupid kickoff rules. Well, and you should we should have had to use it all the time. But no, yes. I know that. But we had the one where we were vampires. Oh, the, the lust. Which was really fun, Steve, because <laughs> every character had bloodlust. Yeah. And so, I mean, the first like two turns each that we had... Almost, it felt like 75% of our guys were bloodlusting. And we were just cracking up because we'd go bite a guy and then bite another guy. And like, I kept biting the same dude because I guess I'll (laughs) run over and bite this guy. And then Dustin had to roll bonehead, (laughs) bloodlust. And we were just, it just became ridiculous. He could have sacrificed a guy. 
Yeah, they go off the field. Yeah, one guy. For what? And then it ends it? Yes. Forever? Yes. Oh, we didn't know that. It's right there in the rules. Okay. Well, we we didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was playing We against... thought every time you ran off the field, it was like a normal vampire rule. No, if you read it, you can choose to sacrifice one person, and then that <laughs> negates it for the rest of the game. <laughs> the well, Dustin, <laughs> I'm sure Dustin would have done that in a second since he had snotlings. Exactly. And I would have done it because of goblins. But you know what? We played out that whole half with <laughs> bonehead and bloodlust That's and cool. stupidity and bloodlust, oh. and we hated every second of it, and neither one of us knew different, and nobody around us told us any different. Well, they're playing their own games. Well, then I guess I should apologize to you because we were cursing your face off. <laughs> and Dustin was like, this should happen every year. Dustin came up with the idea of like every year instead <laughs> of losing a skill, you randomly, whoever you gave the skill to, they lose the skill and gain the skill bloodlust. And I'm I was like, not opposed to that. I, that's what I said. I said, I'm really not opposed to this. Yeah. Uh, we had many laughs and many frustration. <laughs> I won one to nothing. Uh, he couldn't casualty me at all in that game. It wow. was two casualties, two casualties. It just wasn't working. Uh, and then finally in round four, I knew that there was, I had a win and a tie as a stunty coach. And I knew there was two guys with a tie. So I was thinking maybe right. if I can upset win, I you can had a maybe win get, and a tie. I had a win and a tie. And going two into others, round four? Going into round four. A win and a tie and a loss. Okay, that's better. And then uh, two other stunty coaches had ties and two losses so i was thinking if i can go into round four and pull off like a win Mm -hmm. i could maybe win stunty cup with goblins yeah and by this time i'm hating goblins like if you would have said i'm doing really bad scott let's drop out and just do stuff for the tournament i would have just dropped out (laughs) i was like so tired of the goblins i should have done that um (laughs) i played against dark elf team nick claire um i think it's his first time playing dark elves at least in a tournament. I think he's played him in our league a little bit. Has he? I think. I'm not positive. Yeah, he's local. He's local. Um, he's been going through some stuff, so he hasn't been out a whole lot. But, yeah, he's a local guy. Anyways, first two turns, couldn't ask for better first two turns. Chainsaw guys wiped out, knocked out some guys. He only had exactly 11 Dark Hells. You know, he had a lot of rerolls. Right. I said, oh, man, I have a chance. Beginning of turn three, I'm going to roll for stupidity. Mm-hmm. One. <laughs> okay, I'm going to try to pro it. Didn't work. All right, this guy is going to blitz. Rolled a one. I'm going to pro this. Nut. All right, well, now that I don't have my trolls, I guess I'm going to have to just make a cloud. And all my guys are based. So I'm going to move this guy. Dodge him away. One. Well, I got dodge one four ones (laughs) and then the rest of the half was history and i was down one nothing and then i don't know how i did in the second half i don't even know how the ball oh i do know how nick had me it really should have been a two nothing game he was one turn away from scoring and uh, i managed to get a bunch of tackle zones on his guys and he was going to dodge away with a witch elf, which is only thing he fails on is a one. Mm-hmm. And he rolled one, one Jeez. ball hit the ground. He still had like a ton of guys versus my like six guys or whatever. And I picked up ball in traffic, went and handed it off, uh, took the handoff, dodged away, you know, 
threw a pass to a goblin, caught it with a goblin, ran up the field, and two go for it, and I was, like, way out of distance because mm-hmm. he had so many guys moved up. And if the game would have finished, if we would have played all our turns, he would have beat me in one more turn. But I managed to squeak out a tie because time ended. So. so I went one win, two ties, and a loss. And you got a stunty cup. And I was furious. <laughs> I was furious by everything. I uh. hate goblins so much, people. For you people who say they're so much fun, you must just like to roll a ton of extra dice for no reason. Yeah. Because everything with goblins. Oh, I'm going to see if this guy will eat him. Oh, he decides to eat him. Mm -hmm. I know this is a really crucial throw for you, but he decided to eat him. Yeah, see, your problem is you want to win. You can't play goblins and want to win. Well, I rank the stunty teams. Halflings first, Treeman second, and never on goblins. See, I I do opposite completely. Goblins are the most fun. I will play ogres because it's ogres, and I hate halflings. Ugh. Unless I'm taking three trees, and then I'm just beating people up. I take, I'd take. rather take halflings, and I never have taken three trees. I don't know why you would take three trees. I, I get why you do. Because you beat the crap out of people. Yeah, evidently so, but not me. Yeah. But go ahead. All right. <laughs> Your four rounds. Uh, I went up against Dustin as well, the first round, and his ogres, and man... There was just no casualties going on. And it's just kind of a slow going back and forth. He had Nabla, and Nabla wasn't doing him any good. I rolled Sloth, which meant all my people, if I went the full distance, would fall down on the ground if yeah. I failed to roll. Yeah, that was a really cool thing. Oh, yeah, sure is, with my four movement zombies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I slowly Somebody, went down the, the field. The halfling guys had that, and they had their dream in moving one. <laughs> Brad Wells was like, stupid dream and only move one. Uh, you could choose to do it, but yeah. So that was a a slow plotting score, and then he pulls off some halfling stuff and scores, and I end up scoring second half. I won two to one. And I didn't get any casualties. I couldn't hurt him to save my life. He only got two. And that was pretty much at the end. He had a bad dice day, too. Stupid Wilhelm Cheney oh, got knocked out like the second play. <laughs> didn't bother coming back until fourth quarter or so. Rich was playing with Wilhelm, and he was complaining about it. He was horrible. Just I hate horrible. Wilhelm Cheney. But you know who's not horrible? Luther. Luther Van Drakken. It's not Van Drakkenborg, is it? Yeah. Count Luther Van Drakken. What was Alan's guy? Oh, Alan's guy was... I don't remember. It wasn't that. Okay. I always get those confused, but yes. Yes. Never played Count Luther before. He's amazing. So, his big price tag's worth it? Uh, Yes. Five strength, four agility, block, and sidestep. Sidestep. Everybody (laughs) forgets it. I just go down the side of the field, and they blitz me, think they're going to push me out of bounds, slip right in front of them. <laughs> God damn it. Yep. And then just dodge away with I my got, full agility. I did get a few times to do that with um, Hack and Slash, because everybody's like, "Yeah." I go sidestep, and they're like, he doesn't have side. he's a skeleton with a chainsaw. <laughs> right. He's got sidestep if you want to go check. Doesn't ah, make sense, but what? yes. It's like, yep. But yeah, he. I rode him hard. That That whole game just... It was his game. <laughs> Second game went up against Michael Lewis with his dwarves. Yeah, so my first game, I lost block. Second game, 
I ended up losing Mighty Blow on my Flesh Golem. Okay. So, Still get bad. to keep your leader. Still your have one leader. Re- That's all that matters. And I go up against Michael's Dwarves, and he's got Block on the Runners, Mighty Blow on Troll Slayers, and then Guard on Blockers. And he ended up losing two Guards before I played him. Oh. First and second round. Okay. And he also had Hack and Slash. Oh, he did? Mm-hmm. Wow. And he did horribly for him. I beat Michael, but I don't know if I beat Michael so much as the dice beat Michael. That's, a, that's part of Blood Bowl, right? Absolutely. Uh, I won two to nothing. No casualties on either side. What? No casualties. That's crazy. Either side. His dwarves could not break. He would break my armor. Couldn't cause a casualty. Hmm. Wouldn't do anything. And Wilhelm was a little bit better, but he's still Wilhelm. Count Luther, man, just a beast. You put it in his arms and he just goes. You can't stop him until you do, but he's hard. Right. Third round, well, I guess then was lunch and had a... Of course you're going to talk about food. We have to talk about food. People want to know. I had Freddy's frozen custard. Haven't been, had that in a while. Mm. So good. Their hamburgers and their fries. You're nice, so weird, dude. Nice and salty. <laughs> you like but salty stuff. I don't get salt many places, so yeah. Right. Uh, third round. Every Friday. What? Well, what? Okay, round... What's every Friday? <laughs> round three. Are you making some type of gay joke? <laughs> no. What? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> every Friday, round three. What? What? <laughs> What's every Friday? <laughs> TGIF, dude. Urkel and stuff. Would you just talk about your game? I have no idea what's going on anymore. <laughs> Played Scott Hess. He was playing Norse. Uh, he had his Yeti, who used to have Mighty Blow. Lost it. He had two werewolves. One had block. The other one lost block. I hate that we call them werewolves. I know. They're wolf runners. I, I call them wolf runners, but whatever. He had two runners, not catchers, even though they're listed. Uh, At this point, one had dodge. The other one had tackle, but he lost it. And piling on on a blitzer and leader on a lineman. And then that round, I lost dirty player. So I still had leader. I never even used dirty player. No. Oh, let me tell you. No, I lost block that round. Okay. I lost to player fourth round. I kept leader the whole tournament. That's. It's insane. It's, I mean, speaking of dirty player, being goblins and some, some games I had extra bribes because my chainsaw guys were, they Mm -hmm. hurt themselves or whatever. I got called out five out of eight times fouling. Dustin fouled me four or five times. Never got caught. It's just just amazing. I failed five out of five regens in my first three games. That's pretty crazy. Rich had a whole bunch of those, too. Yeah. Just like they decided not to come into play. So played Scott Hess. And again, I don't feel like I won. It was his dice. Just he could not do anything. He was, you know, honestly, I won two to one. If Count Luther, because as good as he is, ones still pop up. He failed to pick up the ball. He failed to dodge. That I could have got a, a throw off. Mm-hmm. 
He failed things, and I still won pretty handily. So I could have won better if he just performed a little bit better. But yeah, his dice were just destroying him. <laughs> so You are the triple skull team. Uh, so you were wishing bad luck I on I never everybody. got a triple skull. <laughs> well, hell, I, I hope really, not. I hope you didn't throw any three dice. Not really. No. Okay. But the nice thing with zombies is I don't care about them. So I don't mind taking one-ups or two uphills. Yeah. Because whatever, you take out a zombie, okay. If I take down one of your guys, it's fair. Then um, final round, played Dean Piper, who's an excellent coach. And he had dark elves. And this is where everything caught up on me. (laughs) My (laughs) dice went just stone cold. Right. Just couldn't do anything. I ended up losing three to nothing, but pretty much what happened is when he went up one to nothing, because I received, Mm -hmm. and I was going down the sidelines, and I took a chance that Luther could maneuver, but I failed something that allowed him to completely surround him, so he gets pushed out of bounds, and that's pretty much the game, because... (laughs) So he commits... He he got five people to pushing him out of bounds. Two, yeah. Wow. And he got it. Well, it's probably worth it to him. Yeah, absolutely. Because all you have left is zombies and Wilhelm, and Wilhelm's going to shit the bed. The whole tournament, Flesh Golem did pretty much nothing. He never got. That's pretty normal. They just kind of stand there and hopefully not get knocked down. Yeah. So my whole team was two people, and that whole team was really one person and Wilhelm sometimes. Mm-hmm. So when Luther got pushed out, he actually got casualtyed, but Ugh. I got the regen. Oh, that's nice. So I was good. Yeah, that game, I got four out of four regens. <laughs> Two times on Wilhelm. So it's just like, dang. But yeah, then I only had Wilhelm, basically. And once you get rid of Luther, that team's nothing. Hmm. And he, he scored, and then I pushed it trying to score so I can go for the win and not just a tie Mm -hmm. um and uh it just didn't work so i got you but it's fine i i did three wins and one loss ended up coming in fourth pretty good it's real good what you had that's what i was saying is basically a joke roster Mm -hmm. i did really damn good with it i know i kept like looking up the tables i'm like how the hell is steve still up there (laughs) (laughs) what how is this possible and I, I did play well enough to position to force people to do things, but it really just felt like dice rolls, those final three games. But I mean, that's kind of how I it know is. this Blood Bowl, but it didn't. F- I know you didn't feel satisfied. Many times I would say, I'm, you know, I played well and they had a couple of bad dice rolls. The two I won were not a couple of bad dice rolls, right. they were a lot of bad dice rolls. Sure. But, of course, they also had to overextend to try to do something. And a five-strength sidestep block ball carrier <laughs> is amazing. Yeah, no joke. Especially when you can pick up on anything but a one. I mean, he's 390 and well worth it. Oh, I know he's expensive. Well I, worth I it. I looked at him at, like trying to force him in on the team. And I just couldn't pull the trigger. Yeah, so he might come back for Nuffle Wing <clears throat> next year. I got you. Um, the field was interesting. Oh, I did get um, most... Touchdowns, the best offense. Well, we'll go over okay. all the awards here in a second. Just wanted to say. Yeah, you and got that's it. with not scoring any in my final game. That's pretty good, bud. 
It was just a lot of low scoring games too. Well, there's that too. We had a, I mean, we didn't have the most diverse field of teams <laughs> because we had three dark elf teams out of sixteen. Yeah, I. I we had two third, halflings. Third round, I sat next to Mike Patterson, uh-huh. and he was got to play his third out of three dark elf teams. I was I was getting ready to ask you, did anybody get stuck playing all three of them? At least he did. Okay, I'm pretty sure it was him. Somebody <laughs> did. Because I'm pretty sure he sat down. And he's yeah. Like, so out of sixteen really? teams, again? <laughs> we had three dark elf teams, two halfling teams. I think were the only repeats. Um. We had, oh, and two necros. Two teams. necros. Two yeah. necros. Um. So it wasn't too bad. There was four stunty races or four stunty teams in the tournament. Yeah, that was a lot more than I expected. So that was way more than I expected too. So twenty five percent of the field was stunty, and we don't normally get that many stunties. I'm proud to say that once again the um, casualty award went through the path of S- Scott Prime and um, why wouldn't it? Yeah, why wouldn't <laughs> it? So, um, so first place, as Steve said, went to Dean Piper. Second place went to Jason Campbell. Yep. Um, third place went to Michael Lewis. Ma- Michael Lewis. Then best offense went to Steve Campbell. Best defense was Will Oliver. Most brutal was Nick Clare. Fan favorite, John Spurgeon with his amazing orc team. He had orcs, like modified pig miniature men. He has like razorback men, I think is what they're called. Right. And he painted them up all different. Great paint job. Amazing paint job. And then best sportsman, Nathan Kiner, who first tournament in like five years. Yeah, this dude. So we have the store open at one door. For the Blood Bowl guys, because the store's not officially open, and this mm-hmm. guy wanders in, and I'm like, he's not overweight and balding, and he's younger. He looks familiar. He does look familiar, but at the same time, I was like, this has got to be a, a guy looking for magic cards, mm-hmm. because he's not like most of us. And then he, you here for Blood Bowl? And like, open question, he's like, yeah. And I was like, holy crap, this is awesome. <laughs> You know, that's the first time we've had like a true walk-in that hasn't told us. That right, coming. that's that's why it was so surprising. Yeah, and um, he's like, "Yeah, I got buddies in town," and I thought, "Why not come play Blood Bowl and then hang out with my buddies?" So and we're like, "Bring your buddies." Yeah, exactly. So, uh, anyways, it was nice to see him, and he got voted by his peers. Yeah, best uh, sports. You got Stunty, and then Dustin got back of the pack. The back of the pack. Yep. He likes that horse butt. He's probably got a lot of them. He probably has the most <laughs> at this point. He's got a lot of like casualty awards and stuff too, though. So, so huge, ginormous, amazing shout out to Dustin and his daughter, right? Because he they made an amazing Nuffle wing sculpture. sculpture. Yeah, yeah. Nuff, it's a pumpkin head come to life with a helmet and the Nuffle wing logo on it. It, it. it is truly beautiful. It's amazing. And I had fun with some of the people at the tournament because they were like, "Where'd that come from?" And I was like, "I made it with my daughter." And People believe me. Yeah, we've, we've they got... They shouldn't trust me. No, they shouldn't. There's photos on the Nuffleween Facebook page, so you can go there and check it out. I yep. think we tweeted, tweeted it out as well. Yep, I uploaded those today, and I put the best remarks I could on each one of them. So if there's something you want to add, let us know. Or if we missed something, let us know. Yeah. Um, what else, Steve, about Nuffleween? Gave away a lot of cereal. Yeah. A we, casualty beast. I forgot to take pictures of the people. So... If you, we do this thing with the casualty beast. So if you, every time you get a casualty, you get to hold this little monster. And if you end your game with the monster, you get a prize, which the prize is, is Halloween themed cereal, just mm-hmm. because we're stupid. 
but it's a good excuse for me to you know buy some monster cereals and whatever. I didn't get pictures with the third and fourth round guy. Yeah, I, I completely forgot we were doing photos. That was on me. Uh, that's okay. Uh, Jason Campbell won two boxes of cereal, though, for sure. He won round one and two. Well, he loves it. Yeah, of course he loves cereal. Are you kidding me? That guy's <laughs> like a cereal killer. Dun, dun, dun. Um, we gave away a lot of little miniatures and stuff. Yeah. You had some good stuff in that thing this year. I did. Like, really good stuff. Like, I'm mad that I didn't get a drawing in it, or Jennifer wasn't there to try to get us something good. Right. You gave away Bob and... Uh, um, a Bob and Jim. Jim. Bob and Jim miniatures. Mm-hmm. The good miniatures. Yeah, the ones behind the desk. Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe those. you just gave those away. Well, it was in the, the thing, the uh, bucket I'm, of stuff to give I'm away. I'm just saying there was actually some really nice stuff. There was like this bombardier animal dude. Yeah, from the Atlantic Coast Charity Cup. Yeah, that guy. I can't remember what he was. He was a bulldog. Was he a bulldog? Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyways, he looked really awesome. Yeah. Um, so there was stuff I've never seen before in there. So I was like, you guys are lucky. Yeah. And we're going to have a lot more for Oklahoma bowl. I'm sure. And hats off to you. The stunty cup prize might be the coolest trophy I've ever got. The more and more I look at it. I mean, it's That's a zombie. Sad. It's a, like a cool looking zombie for yeah. stunty cup. It just fits so well. It did. It was and like Jennifer a big headed zombie guy. Looked like he has super saiyan hair though. Like he was charged up. I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, it was a really cool little trophy. Um, anyways, thanks for everybody for coming. Um, it was fun as always. And then afterwards we did some super show. That's right. Um, Dustin, John, Rod, Will Schaefer stayed around for at least a demo. Nathan stayed around for a demo. And if you stayed around, Michael Lewis stayed around. So we had six or so people that stayed around for the demos. And then some people played, we did a super show tournament it came down to uh, two of the females that were there, Catherine Smith and Carissa Schlechenberg. I can't say her name to save my life. Gotcha. Uh, but Carissa won the official Nuffleween Open. We had a little cool little title belt and everything. The NWO belt. The NWO belt. And um, so she was the Nuffleween Open champion, which gave her a number one contender shot at our Super Show League that we run at the store, the WCCW. And she promptly lost to the gold standard. <laughs> yeah, it was, we were busy chatting about something else, and bam, lost already. It's like, dang. Well, that's her boyfriend, who's the current champ, and that's yeah. the second time she's lost to him, so she's not too happy. I can imagine. But anyways, we appreciate, I appreciate the uh, WCCW League guys coming out at 8 o'clock at night to play a little tournament on Saturday when there's probably better things to do. Yeah. And I appreciate the other guys after a long day of Blood Bowl, um, you know, hanging out and playing it for a while and there's a lot of people that drove a lot of ways there, mean, there was bridge drove like 12 some hours dean Brad drove drove six, six or eight whatever yeah. it is to houston yeah it's about eight hours and dean's six every mm-hmm. bit of six away so yeah we had a lot of people drive and we appreciate it guys we so, really do this is like you said 16 is almost perfect mm-hmm. for like where you can nonchalantly run it and have fun and play and get everything done without any errors and everybody laugh yeah. and have a good time. Like I really enjoyed seeing everybody and talking to everybody. I did not enjoy playing goblins, so I don't even <laughs> want to act like I did because right. I didn't. Um, Poor but other you than, getting your stunty trophy. Oh gosh. Poor you. I was so mad. Oh, it was just so painful. I hate goblins. I don't know how you guys like them. Because they're goofy and they're fun. I lost four games with them. And Kudos I had fun. to anybody who goes to like 
Chaos Cup in six rounds and just plays them six yeah, rounds. That's probably and too then, much. And then actually maybe gets to the finals with them. I, I just don't know how you do that. The Stunny Cup finals. Oh, okay. That's what I mean. Yeah, like, but I'm pretty sure no one's done that. Whew, so painful. Anyway. That's all I have to say, buddy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, next year is going to be interesting. I will probably have the rules done in a month or so because I'm trying to get everything out of the way since World Cup is going to be right before You're going to be in Austria. No, you're, I'll be back by then. I know, but you're going to get stuck in Austria. I hope not. Oh, there's going to be some something weird happen. Let's not jinx this. Why Can not? we please? It'll be Steve and Drew's crazy adventures. I still need to keep the house. Uh, it, so. it, it's going to be something like, okay. Yeah, you, I don't true. want to lose the job. Okay. I mean, right. I, I'm I saving up a ton care. of vacation time. I wouldn't care if I didn't have a house payment. Okay. Fair enough. You're growing up right before to, my eyes, Steve. No. I still take days off and not get paid for it. I'm fine with that, but I still need the job. Just like every Friday. Not every Friday. All right. I have no idea what you're talking about. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back to talk some scars. Final segment, we're going to be discussing the final SCARS ranking for the season. Which stands for? The Southern Central Amoracle Regional Series. Yay! This is our fourth year. We started in 2015. And this year we had 12 tournaments and over 100 individual people. That's pretty cool. That's just the most tournaments we've had? No, I think we had 16 uh, this year suffered from lack of Kansas. Right. Because Kansas did at least two did the we last have two years. I don't remember exactly how many we had before, but okay, 12's up there. That's still pretty good. In 11 months, yeah. I mean, like, the guys in Austin have really... They've upped the game. They've definitely upped the game. Yeah, there was the one in Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. And we added Chimera Cup to it. And Wasn't there a one in Houston, or was it not a part of Scars? I don't think so. Or am I thinking of the year before... I don't know. Okay. No worries. But yeah, 12 tournaments. Uh, Dean Piper ended up winning five of those and being the top of his squad or top of his race in the Chimera Cup one. Mm. So almost half of them. So yeah, he ended up winning overall. This year we took the top five points for all the tournaments he went to. Okay. So he actually ended up going to all 12 tournaments, but when you take his top five point totals, he ended up with 59 points. Then second place was 55 points, and that was between Jason Campbell and Tim Haar. They both had 55 points. That's cool. So it went to tiebreakers. Yep. All right. And Which led to head-to-head? Uh, it went to... Well, I know this. You told me off... That it went to like the fourth tiebreaker, so right. which was head to head, right? Yeah, because the first tiebreakers organized their points. Neither one ran a tournament that was under scars. Then most first place finishes, they each won one tournament. And then the coach who used the most different races during the series, and they both used three different races. So the fourth one, right before I just get to decide, was their head to head record. And Jason had beat Tim at Rot Cup this year. Wow, every game counts. We're like the Big 12. Absolutely it does. <laughs> you win, you lose one game and it can determine everything. So that makes Tim third, 
And then rounding out the top five is Mike Patterson and Matt McDonough. So who got the Stunty Award? Was that Mike Patterson? Mike Patterson with a giant lead of 24 points. Next person was six. Oh. And that's mainly because he won Spiky Cup. I didn't get any points for winning Nuffleween. Well, you got some, but not enough to put you up there. Okay. I just want to be on the website. You're not on the website. I know, but if you update it now, maybe I leaped over. I have updated it. Oh, never mind. The website is scarsevents.com. Never mind. I'm never going to be on the website. Not for a stunty, probably, no. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, winning Spiky Cup can uh, pretty much assure you Spiky. uh, When there's 50 coaches there and you're an ogre team and you win Spiky. Yeah, there's a lot of freaking points from that. (laughs) Don't. Now you had to play. Is there qualifications anymore? Like you need to play like seven times or no, no, not anymore. No, okay. it's just I know whatever. the r- rules have been modified over the year to make it better for everybody. So yeah, I think you still have to play two tournaments, but you don't have to play two different races. I got you. Well, that's neat. Yeah. So did you give everybody their stuff? Uh, I don't have any of the stuff yet. Oh, it's not in yet. No. So are they so still I, doing? Is the NAF still doing the little cool pins? As far as I know. Those yeah. are pretty neat. So I just have to tell them, and I guess they sent it out to them. Huh. So it was last year. Oh, they don't. It doesn't hit the TO's hand. Or I don't the think organizers. so. They send them straight. I think it might just be that we end earlier. That could oh. be part of the issue. Yeah. Because we're ending in mid November, basically. And that's just so that nobody has a competing. You know, you don't want to schedule something for around the holidays and people not show up and give points to someone who doesn't deserve it. Okay. If that makes sense. To me, it does, anyways. So tell me why do you... I know there's a reason, but I don't remember. Why Why is Nuffleween the ending one? I just said that. Because you didn't want it around holidays? Yeah. So we have Thanksgiving after Nuffleween. Yeah. So theoretically, something I guess could okay. be after... We know that Critter Bowl this year is coming up. Yes. For... Which is a... Kind of like a man baby shower blood bowl tournament for yeah. Joseph Roberts in Kansas City. Normally, that would be that would fall under scars, correct? If they wanted to, yes. Okay, but the rules have always been that yeah. it ends at Nuffleween because we have Thanksgiving and then we have Christmas. Okay, that's what I'm saying. We design it that way. Yeah, we know for sure end date. That way, people can mm-hmm. just relax and go make their holiday schedules without yeah. worried about stuff. Because you could conceivably have a tournament. Like, we could run something, you know, December, Every close weekend. to the holiday, and people wouldn't come to it because you're off too much in, around the time anyways. But we'd all win it. Right. And that gives us undue points. That's what we should do. No. So, again, that's what I have it set up as. No, that's cool. Next, I was just curious. Uh, just let, letting people know, more than likely next year, I will be taking a back seat on running Scars um, with... This podcast, the World Cup podcast, setting up for Oklahoma Bowl, then Chimera Cup, and then World Cup. I'm going to be busy, and I would just figure that someone else might want to take a shot. Right, and your Friday nights are really busy. Still no clue what you're talking about. Okay. So, well, congratulations to all our SCARS winners. Yeah. That's cool. We had over 100 different Yeah, people. we've had over 100 the last few years, I think. That's kind of really neat. Yeah. Now, if we could get all 100 of those people... To show up one time for Oklahoma Bowl weekend, that would give us over 100 people. 
I tell you what. How many how many were there at Chaos Cup? There was what, 108, 110, something like 100. that. It was over 100. 106. So if we beat 110, I will get a both down tattoo. <laughs> you will not. 110. Dude. We're not going to get 110. We're never going to get 110. But if we did. A big one? This is, I guess this a is. A big one? No, fuck no. You're a wiener. What? A big one across your back. <laughs> no. How about on your face? No. A small one on your face? No. On your cheek? No. Why not? <laughs> Why not? Why wouldn't you? It could look like. Somebody kissed your cheek, but it really says both down. No, that's a horrible idea. Why not? I You're not f- very adventurous. You're just now figuring this out. <sighs> Somewhere on your neck and your beard can cover it up. No. You don't want a neck tattoo? No. Why? I don't know how <laughs> I'd have to explain this to you. <laughs> no tattoo to where other people can see tattoo. <laughs> I don't need to go into a job interview or something like so what's with that BD on you? Uh, it's just a podcast I do. Yeah. A what? Oh, yeah, go listen to it. You'll really enjoy me cussing and ranting about stuff. <laughs> Talking about the Friday nights. Right. <laughs> no clue. <laughs> yeah, sure you don't. Um, yeah. So I guess in theory then we're just a couple months away from 2019 with the year you take scars. You're going to go to every event. I don't think I'm going to go to hardly any next year. Why? Saving money for World Cup? I have to save money and save time, most importantly. I know. So what I'm doing, I am trying to get my body used to working 10-hour days at my job, mm-hmm. which every other job, I've loved 10-hour days, but this one, that two extra hours just kills me. But I'm trying to do that so then I can do four-day weekends whenever I want, have a Friday off and then have a Monday off and I can travel. So my I'm trying. My plea to everybody, this is a selfish plea for scars. Weekends I don't have children and cool rule sets. Yeah. Not crazy rule sets. Oh. <laughs> cool rule sets. And unfortunately, <laughs> our one of our travel partners is leaving us. I heard this. So that might limit our ability to go to as many scars events. I know. Michael Lewis is like 99% sure he's moving to Utah. Moving to Salt Lake City from Tulsa. So we are transporting a member of SCARS to the Rocky Mountain Rampage region or whatever it's called up yep. there. And he's going to learn from Brian, too, how to be a better player. And then he'll come back and dominate us even more than normal. Exactly. It's great. Hey, I got to beat him this time. I know. You It'll should be, be the last time I get to beat him. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever beat Michael. No, I have once. I beat Michael and Scott. Sure I was once. happy. Yeah, you you won against some good coaches. Mm-hmm. So good job for you. Thank you. Um, so anything going to change in scars? I don't know. That was one thing I wanted to talk about in this. Is we are open to suggestions for changing next year. I liked the limiting to the top five finishes just because it created a closer race. But I don't know if that's the best way of going about because it's a lot easier to get ties. Sure. So might need to implement more tiebreakers or something. Right, because I would have hated it for you to have to really have made a decision. Yeah. I mean, would, I can. Would you have just picked somebody? Yeah, I probably would have gone by whoever went to the most tournaments. Oh, okay. Like, we probably should just put that in there anyways to encourage people to go to more tournaments. I got you. Well, another wonderful job, Steve. This is your last year at this. 
I can't believe you're giving up power. I don't know if I'm giving up power or if I'm just letting someone else take control for a while and then take it back later. Sure. Either way. All right, but it's definitely going to continue on. Yeah. I think it's been really good for the region over the last couple of years. I think it sure. has, and I'm pretty sure that Kansas had some issues this year that kept them from running events. Right. So I'm pretty sure that'll get back up next year. That's the plan. Uh song to Will, he said, definitely going to do Buccaneer Bowl for sure and see we what better. else he can do. So need to play my I'll, Pirates. Yeah, I want to play on that ship. I know. I that, that was a really fun tournament. It is. All right. Well, I know this is short and sweet, and probably you don't really care about this unless you play in the the Scars series. But probably not. No. So if you skip we would, this, you don't hear it, and that's fine. Yeah, we, we understand. It. It's a very tournament heavy episode. Well, sometimes that that just happens. Yeah. But because either this or we don't. You have some ideas to do some other things next year that would put us back into the heavy fluff. Oh yeah, we we'll be doing a lot more fluff soon. So we were going. In all honesty, we had something come in that we were going to talk about, but... I want to save it. We wanted to save it and get a little bit more info. Well, first I want to savor it, and then I want to save it. Oh, save it nice. For like next month. Right. So it's a little tease. I really want to soak it in before. And it is, it's pretty cool it's if a, you like fluffy stuff like we do. If you like fluff and you like Blood Bowl, we have a one-of-a-kind probably never known about outside of a few people thing yeah to talk about next month i know everybody's gonna build this up and then when we tell them they're gonna be like uh that's fine so but all right still pretty awesome let's take a break let's get back to some shout outs and wrap this baby up so i got a joke for you you got a joke for me what did the mummy say to the waiter? What did the mummy say to the waiter? Just wrap it up. I'll take it home. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Are you recording this? Yeah. Great. That's how we're starting. <laughs> it's terrible. Well, it's shout outs. Who cares? Okay. So, oh, I need to do the thing, don't I? If you want to do the thing. You want to do the thing? Do you people want me to do the thing? Shout outs! I distinctly heard like three people say yes. Yeah. That was enough. It's cool. I think it's the people that are left over from the salty Friday nights. <laughs> so, uh, first off, wanted to give a shout out to Abe Piorno, I guess. Uh, he's a self-subscribed fluff addict. And he wrote us a nice long email talking about how he lets the dice weave his fluff. And really about how... Any decision can be fluffy if you just put the effort into it. So you can still power game, but just put fluff behind it, and it makes you feel better. Well, I mean, I told the story about Siggy, how like the game is already the fate of the game's already been decided. You're right. just rolling through the motions. Mm-hmm. That's that, a great way. That of still at didn't it. accept. Yeah, I don't. It's still hard to swallow <laughs> the the tie or the loss or the tripwire. But hey, whatever. Right, and you just can't control it. Um, sh- uh, we have a shout out here for some uh, local commissioners in Houston. Is this right, Brad and Phil? Yep, that's it. You're, these notes are terrible. What am I shouting them out for? We had an anonymous person write in. Oh, an anonymous telling person. us that they wanted to give a shout out to oh, their so local this is commissioners. Somebody locally down there. Yeah. Who didn't want to take credit because, right. like, maybe Brad really hates his guts in real life. That's possible. And this guy's trying to brown nose him. 
Which, yeah, Brad Wales, who just came up from Houston for a tournament. Yeah, I drove all the way up here. Don't know why he needs a shout-out since he's mentioned on the podcast. Well, but Brad, whatever. Brad's always good for a shout-out, man. Yeah. I wish Brad would have stayed around after Nuffleen hung out. Yeah, but, I know. But he, he just didn't. needs to hang out more. He said he had to go home because his wife Families. was there. Family. Ah. And then we're going to go into our contest entries we put out on Facebook and Twitter, which is pretty much all we use, that we're going to give away some Nuffleween dice packs. Yeah! Of the two sets of D6 and our custom kickoff table, which is pumpkins or tombstones. Speaking of our custom dice, mm-hmm. we did the seven deadly sins things. Yeah. So there was a seven there. Yeah. And everybody knew it was a six. <laughs> oh, yeah. But when you rolled the dice and you I, saw a seven and a one, mm-hmm. you didn't go, oh, I rolled a seven. You go, eight? I mean, seven. I did that myself. Okay. I'm I, glad it wasn't just me and everybody I played against. I really toyed with letting that actually be a seven for armor rolls. <laughs> Ooh. Gosh. But that would have been caused so many more casualties. <laughs> yeah, it would have been awful. <laughs> um, so we got uh, an iTunes review from Matt Rodriguez. This is the first podcast I came across as a new player. It's been super helpful and very entertaining, which is great for a new hobby I'm picking up. They cover everything in great detail. Even if it's not Blood Bowl related, it still keeps me hooked. You can't go wrong with these guys. No, we stay very much on track with Blood Bowl. We don't veer off at all. I don't know what he's talking about. No no idea. I mean, we're about the most serious Blood Bowl podcast you can get. No tangents. Right. Super serial. Name 10 in this episode. Probably could, but I'm not going to. Actually, this was kind of light for for our tangents. The episode's not over, dude. We still have time. That's very true. Uh, Next up, we got another iTunes one from Spencer Stevens. Stephen Scott put out a great show that not only covers the game of Blood Bowl, but also informs about the history and backstory. Highly recommended to anyone who is a fan of the game, whether it be the tabletop or the video game version. Ooh. This is Spencer Stevens, who is still painting a figure for me. It must be really good. I hope. I hope. He's <laughs> only had it for two years. <laughs> what is he painting for you? He, he's painting me a crom. Oh, well. It's been a while. Oh, you're a D-bag. What? How many of those crumbs did you keep for yourself? Um, Seven? Eight? I still have some. I kept the one, I kept the hundred, and I think one to get painted. Hmm. And you only gave me one of them. I gave you more than one. I really don't think you did. I'm pretty sure I did. Well, I gave you the option to take more than one. No, I didn't think we'd do that. I guess I, I should have. Yeah, whatever. I only have one at home. Oh, okay. But whatever. Um, Charles Hauer had a Facebook share. For those who like Blood Bowl, these two are worth a listen. I got to meet them in person. Uh, I got to meet them at their Oklahoma Bowl tournament last year. And they're just as much fun in person. Of course we are. We're better in person. You get free touches. Yeah, as I said, I don't know if that's a positive. <laughs> but I guess so. Uh, Joe Worrell. We already mentioned his previously about a review on Podcast Republic, but he wanted to know if it counted. Sure. You're letting it count? Because of him, I saw the other ones on Podcast Republic. So, yes. Wow, Joe. You missed uh He looks out. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, Dave Morse from the Podcast Pub- Republic Review put uh, the number one Blood Bowl podcast in the history of Blood Bowl podcasts. 
Yeah, uh, these they, these guys are passionate about the subject, and their dedication proves it. They're also really great guys. Listen, learn, and enjoy. Now, David Morse is a gentleman we see every year at Chaos Cup. Sure is. I played him in the stunty final years back. We tied one to one, but he went on through other means, and he won the stunty cup that year. Right, and he's the cousin of the Siggy Llama of the previously volleyball podcast Siggy Llama show. So he likes our podcast better than his Bloods podcast. Yeah. Well. Now, to be fair, we still put ours out. <laughs> maybe, so maybe he meant current. It might be quantity over quality. It might be. I don't and he might just be sick of them. I don't know. I really enjoyed some of those painting podcasts. Yeah, they were fun. Yeah. He still does a podcast. I know. You watched it wrong. But I just I don't watch so much TV that I want to do a podcast. Well, it's movies, but yeah. Well. Uh, uh, yeah. You get it makes, oh, I get it. Yeah. Uh, we got another... Speaking of, have you seen Venom? Not yet. It's almost out of theaters, so I don't know if I'll ever see it. Yeah. I keep Everybody at work keeps saying it's really good. I keep meaning to go, but I'm waiting on Ven to go. And oh, well, then you're never going to go. Well, there's that. It's his birthday, so we we're going to go, and it just hasn't happened yet. Right. Yeah. Eventually, I'll see it. Uh, Albert Machado also did a Facebook share to his league, the Nabo League. Uh, if you'd like to listen to about Blood Bowl from fluff to artwork, tournaments, swag, kickstarters, new minis, interviews, and all in between, then you probably already know who both down are and what their podcast is about. If you don't, then do a download a couple of their episodes and give them a try. Word of warning, beware you might get addicted to their love for the fluff and never look at a team name the same again. <laughs> that might be true. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, Phil Bonarak had a Facebook share to his league, The Crumble. Uh, you all lit. You all should listen to the best Blood Bowl podcast. Dot 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 in Illinois, hosted by two gingers. Well, a ginger and a bald guy who claims to be a ginger. Anyway, it is a great podcast by two guys who love the game and the fluff. If you love Blood Bowl tournament play and fluff, this is the podcast for you. Go to bothdown.com and enjoy. I don't know which one of us is bald. I think um, we. I think we both qualify for bald. Yeah. And we're both. I'm looking worse out. and worse. <laughs> yeah, it's too many Friday nights, dudes. I have still no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> but yeah, that's why I'm not too worried about getting it shaved. I'm like, it's it's time. I'm happy with it. <laughs> All right. And then finally, Eric Charlie did a uh, Facebook share. Give one of my favorite Blood Bowl podcasts a listen. You will not be disappointed. Short and sweet. Hmm. He has two first names. He sure does. That'd be a good dog name. Eric Charlie? Yeah. Eric Charlie, get over here. Come over here, Eric Charlie. Yeah. Huh. God dang it, Eric Charlie, stop licking your balls. Yeah. Eric Charlie, did you poop on the floor? That's a bad Eric Charlie. Uh, human dog names might be the only chance I have for ever getting a dog. <laughs> Just call it Thomas. Just go like a big lazy no, basset no, no, no. hound and first, call it Thomas. First name is John Brees. I'm going to name a dog John Brees. Okay. That's fair. After John Breeze, the right. Blood Bowl player. I just, I crack myself up when I'm alone at any point thinking of yelling <laughs> at a dog, John Breeze, you want a biscuit? John Breeze, get over here. You want to go outside and pee, John Breeze? And you always call him John Breeze. Not right. John, ever. So, like, maybe if I get another dog, it's called Eric Charlie. But I don't really want a dog. Right. But if I do, it's going to be John Breeze. Boy or girl, doesn't matter. Fair enough. I mean, you can do that, right? Yeah. All right. The dogs, they don't care. They're I mean, just happy. There's girl names 
named Johnny, right? So it could yeah. just be, you know, John Breeze. That's fair. It's so funny to me, though. It's like a little dog, and he goes outside and poops, and I'm like, good boy, John Breeze. You pooped <laughs> on the foot yard. Now, is this a chihuahua in your head, or? Oh. It's like a little beagle? Yeah, like it's just a little weird dog. Okay. You know. So a big rat? Kind of, yeah. Okay. But he's kind of cool, which means a cool dog doesn't exist, so like I wouldn't get one. Shots fired. Shots fired. <sighs> They're just... They're so needy. I know. That's why I like cats. They always want to touch you and stuff. Mm -hmm. And they want to, like, lick you. That's really your mom's dog. I know that. Other dogs aren't quite as bad. Well, she has an old lady dog. She does. That dog doesn't care if you're stabbing her as long as you're touching her Mm -hmm. while you stab her. She just loves the attention. Yep. So, of those people, I'm sure one of them is wanting to know who gets the prize. And the winner is... All of them. Screw it. So why? How, why are you doing that? Well, we got are you being serious? Yeah. All of them are going to get free dice? Why not? And you're going to... That's a lot of shipping, dude. Yeah. If you're overseas, I'd appreciate you covering shipping or buying some stuff from the <laughs> podcast, and I can ship it with that. <laughs> I was trying I'll to say, you, you better watch it before you speak. Yeah, the that. overseas shipping probably isn't smart, but whatever. I think Alberto is probably the only one, and I don't mind for him. Okay. Wow. He's but, got a soft spot for you. Yes. So if you're listening and you heard yourself, make sure you give me your address. And if you'd like to purchase something from the store and help us out, you're more than welcome to, and I'll ship it along with it. Awesome. So what next, other shout outs you got? Next month is December, Steve. Christmas. Shout out to Turkey then? I don't know. Are you ready for Christmas? You going to set up a tree? Is anything in this house going to change? You can do anything festive here. Can I pick a, pick a question, and then I will answer it. You well, can't you, just throw out five questions and not give me a chance to answer one and move right, on. Go ahead. Which one? Any of them. All of them. Um, I figure the answer is no. Do I get my Christmas tree back? Or uh, is that yours now? Oh, I think that's mine by okay. default. Then, Would you set it up if I gave it back? Yeah, I'll probably set it up. Would you really? I got a ton of room now. Yeah. You got more room than I do. Yeah, I do. So, um, we're having Thanksgiving at my house, day after Thanksgiving. Whoa! What? Then, so more than likely we'll have Christmas at my house, which means I'll probably put up a tree. What? What? That's crazy. What happened to you? Dude, I've lived with you for five years. I didn't have a place to do anything. Before that, I did stuff. You would never help set up the Christmas tree. Because it was for you and the kids. You just sat there and watched TV. It was a time for you and the kids. Why didn't you get up and put some balls on the tree and stuff like that? You always want me to put balls on something. I'm not going to do it. Okay. We always put the tree on a Friday night. I don't know why. That would keep you from doing anything. Just time for you and the kids. All right. This is what it was. Really? So your whole family's coming over here? Mm Mm-hmm. All of them? To my knowledge, yeah. Your father and your stepmom? Yeah. That's really cool. That's what we normally did. I'm neutral ground. That's great. It's a lot easier for everyone to come over to my place than try to find some other place to go to. That's pretty cool. I think we did one, like normally we go to dad's, but that's out in Elk City, which is two hours from me. And 
my sister lives a mile from me. My one brother lives like three miles from me. And I'm two, I'm what, three hours away from Greg in Texas. Right. So it's much more central area for me versus anything else. I agree. I'm just happy. The yeah. kids will be really happy. They were really worried about what is Steve going to do for the holidays. My girls were. Well, that was nice. Is Steve still going to have Christmas now that he doesn't live with us? Yeah. So Santa will still find me. Yeah. I even have a fireplace. I just got to get a mantle up. Yeah. Right. So, you can, buy a, so you can come down your chimney? Oh, uh, the joys of owning a house. I got to buy a freaking mantle. Ugh. I got a free mantle from Michael, but it doesn't fit. It feels good to say you own a house, but it sure also feels good to say, I need to call my landlord and tell him <laughs> he needs to fix this light bulb. Oh, I will be <laughs> much happier when like the tax return comes in and I can pay off all my debt. Because I had no debt before buying the house, yeah. buy the house, and it's like, oh, Lord. And there's still a lot of stuff I want to buy, but it's going to wait. Yeah, I know that. So, yeah. well, that's cool. Yeah, I'm glad. You know what I just realized? Hmm. It's not 10 o'clock p.m. outside. Oh, no. It's not. It feels like 10 o'clock p.m. outside. No, this is you like have the earliest... every drop of light out of this room, and it's only like 4 o'clock. Well, there's only one window. I know, but and I put sound it's foam completely on it. dark. And yeah. I just realized that and my yet, body was telling me since I'm so used to us recording late that yeah. it's late and it's not late. Yeah, this is the earliest we've recorded in forever. It's four o'clock. Yeah, it's nuts. It's crazy. But yeah, people probably heard a train earlier. Did but they? I tried to keep, you know put the phone up so people don't hear it. Oh, well. The foam is cool. I just need like another wall of foam just to run yourself into. That'd be awesome. You should do that. I could get like three inches of foam and just put it on that wall and just run into it whenever I want. That'd be awesome. I think that's what you should do. Sure. Anything else you want to talk about Blood Bowl wise? I got nothing. Next month should be an interesting one. I think we're going to have the new runner, the, I guess, new new, new organizer. Let's say new runner, but it's not, he's running it, but he's not the new runner. The new organizer of Blood Bowl. Blood Bowl. The new organizer of Blood Bowl. Yep. Good to Jervis the, Nifton. The new and organizer. Pete Johnson. The new organizer of Chaos Cup, Jeff Gallenbach, is going to be with us talking about Chaos Cup. You know him otherwise as that guy who's always drunk, or the guy <laughs> with very pretty blue eyes, or Jeffro. Yes. Probably Jeffro online. Right. But yeah, we're going to talk to him about the changes coming to Chaos Cup next year. If he has decided what they are yet. And we'll have some other cool fluff stuff. All right. Well, any other announcements you want to announce? No, I think we're saving it for next time, aren't we? Okay. That sounds good. Okay. Well, then I'm out of here. I want you to enjoy your uh, Salty Friday, and uh, we'll talk to you later. Okay. Whatever that is. All right. Bye. Bye. You can follow Both Down on Twitter at Both Down. You can follow Scott at Fat Finley, F-A-T-F-I-N-L-E-Y, and Steve at Kilowog2814. If you want to know if your team name is both down approved, send a tweet to at BD approved. If you'd like to email them, the email address is bothdownpodcasts at gmail.com. Or for more information, you can visit them at bothdown.com or at facebook.com forward slash bothdown. This is the world of command.
the flag. They may be led by Commander McBrag. With a cannon in hand, he can beat any band. Or so says the bride of McBrag. Fencing and fighting and round table lighting and slaying of dragons too. Shipping and sailing and great hope and wailing, they're coughing the crag on him. Haunting and mapping and gold miner mapping and flying to Timbuktu. Roping and riding and ending and guiding, Commander McBrag comes through. This is the world of Commander McBrag. Your head will whirl in the world of McBrag. He can do anything. <laughs>